want to welcome all those out there that are listening, not as, Next not as Canadian spots as well as overseas, Japan, Australia, turned up as always. And uh, a lot of that has to do with the guests that I have. And also this guest right here, just listening to a lot of his music, uh, listening to not just his music, but watching his, his movements. Like, this guy is active. And when I say active, I'm talking about this guy has a lot of stuff going on, not just, you know what I'm saying, putting out music for the masses of his fan bases, but also he has a he has a tour, a promo tour on deck that's going down Sunday, November 20th. Um, this man, this man, Peter Jackson is a busy guy and I want to welcome everybody out there. He is brought to you by peterjacksonmusic.ca. You can hit him up on all social media things. That's Peter Jackson 905. And I want to welcome Peter Jackson to Branded After Dark brought to you by nextlegacy.com. What's up, bro? How you doing, my brother? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. How's life treating you, sir? Good, brother. I'm tired, but I'm good. Hey, man. If you're tired, that means you've been working hard, bro. That's the way I really? look at it. Yeah, really, though. All right, man. So as I as I introduce you, I was thinking about, you know what? What can I? What should I ask this guy? Because there's a lot of people out there that do know you because your fan base is definitely turned up. But also, there's a lot of people that's getting to know you for the first time as well. So I want you to let the listeners know. A little bit about you. So tell tell the folks out there, not just in the States, but everywhere else, a little bit about Peter Jackson. Uh, basically, I'm a hip-hop artist um, out, of, out of the Toronto area. Um, I've been doing this for about, like, seven years. And basically, yeah, like you said, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, we're very involved in the business as well uh, with a lot of different stuff. And right now I'm about to get started on my Eastern Canadian promo run from November 10th to November 26th uh, across Eastern Canada. I'm doing like 16 dates. Um, I got a new project on the way also obviously called Married to Success. So that's kind of what we're gearing up um, to do. And basically we're kind of doing it backwards. Is I'm going out to do these records for the first time live before putting them out. Like the Mano record that you just played that I have called Oh Lord with Mano and Ma- uh, Michael Mozzie. That's the only mm-hmm. record off the whole whole project that we've let out. But the rest of the records um, are probably the biggest records I've, I've ever done and had musically. And basically, we're just going to kind of do it backwards and break them live in concert instead of, you know, just trying to see what people think of them when we play them for them. We're just going to perform them, you know, and do it differently. So, and get ready for our U.S. run in the new year. Hey, you know why I think that's a solid idea, and I and I feel like that's just the day of age nowadays. Because, I mean, Peter, man, we got man, we got to take this back to the essence, bro. Like, you know how it, yeah. you know how it is. Like when a song was broken live on stage, and people lost their minds listening to something that was monumental for the first time ever. Like, you know, and then they can go back and they can tell their kids or. They could tell other people, man, I heard when they, when he performed this for the first time, like those memories we don't share like we used to. So it's a good look that you actually are, uh, you know, taking it back. Like you said, you're taking it backwards. But I think it's a, it's a backwards movement with a forward thinking and a forward mind state that's going to make people really understand what the essence of music is all about. Yeah, I, I mean, like you just said, too, it's, it's basically a thing of 
nobody gets up and touches nobody no more, you know, like nobody, everything's online, everything's emails, everything's text message, everything's, you know, it's like a different day. So it's like, you know, get up. Nobody really does that no more and, and, and touches the people. Like we're big online and our social media presence is crazy and, and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like even doing interviews or seeing people face to face or being in rooms, like that's kind of my whole approach with this is like, people might know of me, but might not know me. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I want to get out there and I want to perform and, and show people what we do instead of just being like, yeah, I'm a rapper. Or, yeah, I got a new single. This is it. Like, nah, this is the new right. single. This is it, you know? No, and I, and I feel you 100%. That's why I'm a I'm a firm believer of the movement. And, you know, uh, shout out to, you know, Sasha and her and her, and her publicity grind, but, you know, she turned me on to you like a little while ago, and I'm listening, and I'm like, okay, this dude sounds like he's starving. He sounds like he want, he want to do something more than what's being done out here nowadays, especially the hip-hop culture. You say you've been doing this seven years, but, I mean, you sound like you a guy that's been uh, a fan of and a supporter of the culture for a long time prior to that, right? Yeah, like, I, I always say that. I said that in another interview earlier today. Like, honestly, I'm a fan first, and that's why, you know, a lot of this works. Like, I've been blessed to work and, and tour and, and travel and perform with a lot of people that I grew up listening to um, and, and having a chance to build with them and watch and stuff. But for me, like, this really does come from a place where, like, we really love music. Yeah, we get caught up in the other 23 hours and, and, and 35 minutes of the day where – we're not performing, and, you know, you got to do business, and you got to, you know, turn your hobby into a job, and you have to do all these things just for that 15, 25 minutes on stage, but for me, like, it really is about the music. Definitely got lost for a while because business is so serious, and, you know, mm-hmm. we're feeding families and, and car addictions and shoe addictions and things like that, <laughs> so it's like, you know, you do. I mean, who does out. that, bro? Like, <laughs> I know I'm just, I'm just being sarcastic when I say that, but I mean, you know, who do that nowadays? Like, but you're right, man. It do get bogged down. Like the stuff that you said, you get hella distractions, right? But I mean, how you yeah. stay focused? I mean, you've been doing this for a minute, and you've been doing it at a level where it's just like, you know, pretty sure a lot of people would love to work with a uh, Mano and. Joe Budden and some of these people that you've worked with or whatever, but you know there, there's a lot of there's a lot of effort and and uh, appreciation for the craft you do. So I mean, how you how you maintain focus in a world filled with distractions? Uh, I mean, I really do it for the right reasons. I think like I feel like a lot of times like you know I was in the club last night working till three. I just left rehearsal after three hours right now to to do this interview like. My whole thing is like, and that's why the project's called Married to Success is because, like, I'm I'm just turned thirty, I'm married, I got two kids under two, um, and the commitment of marriage is such a huge thing. It's like you know, and and that's a lost art too. But it's mm-hmm. like what that what that word really means is serious. Like it's a very serious thing. So. For me, I'm married to the business. I'm not married to the the hustle. Like I'm really married to being successful. Like that's the only thing I'm thinking about because like I said to you, I got vices. My kids need stuff. My my wife needs certain things. Like, you know, relationships are reciprocal. They got to go both ways. You got to right. be able to provide whether it's love or material things or whatever it is. You know, it's got to go both ways. So it's like 
I really feel like I'm married to the the thought of being successful like one way or another in music, you know, we're going to we're going to win. We are winning, you know, and maybe not on the level we want to be, but it's all a build and a grind too. You can't really skip that. So so Peter Jackson, you tell you you, you mean to tell me live on air you got you literally got like two wives then. Is that what you're saying? I got what? <laughs> You got two wives then, right? <laughs> Man, you're going to get me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be sleeping in one of my cars. <laughs> uh, you, caught, you, you actually caught me off guard at first. I was like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, but, no, but look, but look no, I, you know, but see, I'm going to have your back too, real quick. And, and when I say this, I'm saying that to say, like, you know, it's a lot of give and take. I mean, you know, like yeah. you said, earlier I think is important you you know the sanctity of a commitment to what you do marriage and even your work marriage I mean you know you know I'm gonna have your back when I say this it's okay to have two wives when you talk about it like that because it's really real because at the same time you give as much as you give to your fan base you give even more to your your immediate family which is your wife and your kids and your family uh and that's super important. But also, shout out to the wife at home who's holding it down and encouraging, yeah. encouraging you also because I think that's, like, super important as you go out and grind because it's always up and down when it comes to this business anyway. Yeah, no, 100%, but you're right. Like, I mean, without without that foundation being taken care of in the first place, you know, there is no chance. Like, I can't get up and go play rapper. Like, I don't have time to yeah, go yeah, exactly. play like, <laughs> You right. know, like that, that that doesn't fly. So it's like, you know, this is this is real life. Like it's it's really everything's on the line every single day, you know, in in any aspect of life. I mean, I got a million people like that doing different things than me, but it's mm-hmm. really on the line every day and you really gotta be married to it. Like, you know, it can't be like, uh oh, I'm 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 gonna try to do something today or I'm I'm gonna try to do like nah, it's like twenty four hours a day. Right. Even longer than that sometimes, you know. Exactly. Peter Jackson is my guest from Next Legacy Radio's branded after dark. Um I, I look at I look at what you've done so far and like I said, just you know, even before the interview, prior to that, just you know, I became a fan because I, I listened to not just, you know, the bars and you know, the, the, the put together of the music, but you know, I, you know, to me I come from that culture and that cloth where I feel it like you know what I'm saying? People got to give me something that I can feel like, you know what, I feel that effort and I feel what's going on as far as, you know, his verbiage and how he's putting down uh, certain songs that you put out. Um, my question to you is, <laughs> what happened to what, what happened to some of the stuff that's just, that's not there? Like, you don't hear effort in hip-hop like it used to be. Like, I see you putting it out there and it's a handful of others out there that we got to give props to, but, I mean, I I, I think you could tell me, I, I think it's safe to say that you and I can both agree on that. It, it, that culture is a little divisive now. It's not as much or it's not as uh, much of an impact as it used to be. Why do you think that is? Well, it's different now. I mean, you know, like, I still feel like, you know, I mean, everybody always feels like they don't get older, but, like, I mean, I still feel like I'm a young boy, like, even though I literally just turned 30, like, I I understand what you're saying because there's a lot of stuff that like people play for me or show me and I'm like what is this or mm-hmm. like, oh, and then they're like oh this is so and so and they got 400 million whatever blah 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 and I'm like that's right. crazy but to me I feel like hip hop has more genres now or like rap music has 
you know, more genres. It's like, you know, and we're so super, super, super emotional, like, nah, you can't change this, or nah, you can't. It's music. You can do whatever you want. Like, you know, I might not love it, but my ears are no better than yours, like, you mm-hmm. just you might like certain things or whatever. You're right. My my music per se super emotional. Everything, whether even even if it's a party record, it's still right. super like it's really the emotion of the party. But I mean that's me. That's not you know little yachty. That's not and people like that's turn up music to me. Like that's that's something different. But if I'm in a club, yeah, I'm, I want to listen to that. But if I'm like. You know, if I'm taking a ride dolo and I got something to do and it's serious and whatever, no, I'm not putting that on. But mm. music is music is for different emotions and like you're not the same for 24 hours. You don't feel the exact same through the day. You go through emotions. So, you know, I feel like there's music for all emotions. I just think hip hop's evolved. Like, like I'm a white kid from the suburbs. Like when I first started rapping, the white people didn't understand. Every other, everybody else didn't understand. Like nobody got it at yeah. first where I was from because, like, I'm from a hockey town. Like, I'm from 35 minutes east of Toronto. Like, it it didn't <laughs> make you. sense. Yeah, but it didn't make sense to anybody at that time, you know. And it's like yeah. then that became acceptable. Then you know, I don't wear super tight clothes or you know move on some of the fashion stuff that's going on. But I mean, mm-hmm. who am I to tell? You know, I can't be like, yo, my, my size 36 jeans are, are any better than you're, you're, you're 28. Like, I can't say that. I'm not. I'm just not watching it that tough, I guess. Hey, hey Peter, no, I feel you, though. Hey, look, like, I look at it like this, and you and you brought the, you know, you brought, you said, you know, white dude from, you know, your, your, your neck of the woods. And, you know, and, and we know, like, the culture of hip-hop, you know where it came from, the boroughs, and you you know where it evolved to, and you know how it globalized, and it and it the movement was a movement based on uh, creativity, and it was deeper than just the hood you grew up in. So even if you're from the suburbs, you can still if you relate to it and you appreciate it and you ride with it and you rock with it and you embrace that culture then you was hip-hop to me. It didn't really matter the color of your skin, and it didn't matter, like, you know what I'm saying, what town you grew up. No, that's it was just that. It. it was just fact. Yeah, and and, yeah, and that's, that's where... That's... Go, go ahead, ahead, bro. No, go ahead, man. No, but that's, that, that's, that's your right, but that's really the beauty of hip-hop is, like, hip-hop's not really right. supposed to judge it. Like, we're not really supposed to care. Like, yo, I love to see anybody get it, especially in hip-hop. Like, it wasn't cool to be from Canada at all before Drake made it globally super, like, <laughs> it was, and, like, I'm telling you, because I, I mess with a lot of people from the States, so, and I mess right. with a lot of people all over, so when they were first coming, like, what's popping? I, 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 they don't see nothing, and then Drake blew the doors off to the point where mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is what it is. Like, people call Toronto the six that aren't from Toronto. People in Toronto right. don't call Toronto the six. Like, it, uh, some people do, but it's a movement. It's 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 not everybody. That's not the slang everybody uses. But I'm saying I'm saying that to say, Drake did that. Like he just decided mm-hmm. to do that because somebody else was doing that, and then right, it worked. And it's amazing because it's like every, oh, so like people ask you no matter where you are. Oh, so you know Drake, and that's amazing because that's what they see. That's 
now it's cool. Now there's a ton of other people popping up and it's making it, it's making it acceptable, but it, it changed like hip hop evolves. Like, you know, this is the hardest thing I guess with some of this is like, um, I think Jay-Z is, is, is my all-time favorite best rapper. That's who I grew up on. I think he's the one mm-hmm. or Biggie, right? One of those two. Um, but a kid that, you know, the young, the young bulls and stuff that I mess with, they'd be like, they might think it's Drake or they might think it's somebody that I'm like, what the, what are you, he's not the greatest MC of all time, but to them he is. Mm. And right. who am I to, who am I to say they're wrong? Because look at what he's doing. He probably is one of the greatest of all time, but it's totally different from what you would consider an MC 20 years ago, but that don't make it wrong. That just makes it now. No, not at all. Yeah, that's it. No, you you make a you make a perfect point because I know as a dude, you know, in your in your age bracket, you know, just a few years older than you, right? So I'm at I'm at the same I'm at the same state where it's just like you know I'm just trying to find my place because to me I feel like hip hop is a culture that can't die, but I feel like it's evolving. But the one thing that I definitely want people to understand too that there was a path and there was a trail that was blazed to get to this point 2016 and beyond that people should really understand and appreciate. Like people should never forget the grandmaster flashes, the Curtis blows, the, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the females that were strong in the game, the Latifas and the lights and, you know, all the people out there that blazed the trail. But, you know, I know history's out there. I know the appreciation's there, but I just, you know, personally, and, you know, feel me if, if, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but feel me if, where what I'm saying is I just feel like every section, how you say, like, the culture of hip-hop has evolved and it's splintered into so many different genres now. Like, I just need that melting pot. I think everybody needs to kind of, like, get back to to focus or surface and, you know, embrace what was as well as don't ignore the past but also embrace what's new but still go back to the past sometimes too, you know what I mean? No, you're right. I mean, I was blessed to um, tour all of Canada with Busta Rhymes' support and um, do, like, 17 shows with him, and that's when he was with Rock Raider. So I watched um, DJ Rock Raider. Like, I can't even lie. I don't think I knew who he was. And then we went on tour, and, like, Busta and Spliff Live is, if you're a rapper and you haven't watched them and sat down and watched them, you really don't know how to perform. But when I watched Rock, I was like, what is this? Like, what's he doing? Like, I'd, <laughs> right, never, right. I'd, never, I'd never seen a DJ do that. So it's like, you know, and then nowadays, like, we're laughing at DJs all the time because we're like, well, what, what did he just do? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a DJ. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I actually kind of see it more cut and dry with DJs because it's like a technical thing. Right. So, like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, what people consider a DJ now to me really is not a DJ. But that's the same argument people have with rappers, and it's like it's a little bit more technical and easy for me to see with with DJs and, and make that example. But I mean, you know, like you said, do your history, like Naughty by Nature, and, and, and like this mm-hmm. is I'm I'm young. That's my elders, and um, like Tretch and Vinny are some of the best live performers you'll ever see. Or you know, some of the you know, tri- I think I think it was Tribe um, called Quest. I seen they did a um, like a memorial for uh, for Fife. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. 
And um, it was one of the – I had never heard the record. Like, those records are way before my time. But when I saw mm-hmm. it, I was like, wow, like, I need, I need to pay attention because this is, this is crazy. And I went back and did my research. Like, you're right. Even if it's a new generation, yeah, you should care about it. Like, people in rock and roll, they know their history. Like, they got to no be doubt. respectful. I definitely see interviews where people are just saying stupid things and, you know, acting like they don't know what so-and-so is or whatever and just being disrespectful to, you know, what people consider the culture of hip-hop. And, you know, I get that and stuff, and that's stupid. But, you know, at the same time, it's like give give some people a black because they're just ignorant, you know. Isn't it funny that you, because you even mentioned it too, isn't it funny that as, as much as, you have embraced the culture. This is your career now, your livelihood. You're married to success, right? It's funny how you can still every day you can get up and, and, and feel something different or experience something different with the culture as far as listening to a song. It doesn't matter if it's brand new or classic from back in the day or seeing a performance that's brand new or from classic back in the day. It's funny how the the, the that's why I feel like Peter, that the game is never going to die. It just, to me, I just feel like sections of it just need to be embraced a hell of a lot more than what it has been personally. But it's crazy how that stuff happens, right? Yeah, no, you're right. It, it does. It, it, it's just, it's with anything. Like, you shouldn't work anywhere if you don't know what you're doing and you haven't seen a blueprint or you haven't, you know, you can't build a house if you if you didn't research how to build homes. Like, you you just shouldn't do that. It doesn't make sense. But you know, it, it's a crazy it's a crazy thing, I guess. There's school for that too, though, yo. I'm just saying. You know, what I'm saying people got to go to school to get the game to be able to <laughs> yeah. do it and learn a little bit at the end of the day. You know, you know what I mean. So yeah. trust me, I feel that. I feel that. Peter Jackson is my guest. Next Legacy Radio is branded after dark. Make sure y'all hit up the website, which is PeterJacksonMusic.ca. Make sure all things Peter Jackson, hit up Peter Jackson 905. Go ahead and rep that. Add to the legacy that this man has created. And talk to me real quick about the um, about this uh, tour again. Now it's going down and it's starting up uh, Thursday, November 10th, right? And just, uh, you know, let the folks know where, if they're still able to get tickets, uh, you know, let the folks know a little bit. Yeah, Thursday, November 10th, it kicks off in Oshawa, um, Ontario, inside the Music Hall. I'm doing 16 dates across um, eastern Canada. And you can get, like, all the information is on all our social networks, uh, Instagram and Twitter, both Peter Jackson 905 My website's peterjacksonmusic.ca. Uh, we have all the merch that we're about to launch and all the tickets and all the links and everything are up on all the social media networks and and yeah like i said we're just basically getting ready for our um 45 city tour in the new year from january to march i'm going out with riff rap across the u.s um together to do 45 shows so this is basically like just kind of like i said getting ready to to launch this project and just kind of let people touch it and see it and and see what they think you know do listening parties do you know meet and greets in every city um i'm doing hostings i'm doing after parties and then i'm doing all these shows too so um, I'm just really trying to to do, you know, my due diligence on my work and, and see where it's at, you know. Yeah, man, come on, man, you 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 stay working, man. So that's that's props up top, and not, not only that, like this project that you release, and I know you're releasing it to the to the fans that's going to be that's going to experience your your shows and, and and touch you one time. So 
you know, when it, when when is it coming to iTunes so folks out here that's not able to uh, check this tour out um, can be able to cop it as well? Um, you can get the record, Oh Lord, with, with Mano and Mozzie is all over the Internet right now. So you can just Google that and probably find it anywhere. Um, and then I've got my the, the first official single off the project will come out. Uh, I believe it's coming out next week, but I know they're just they're just waiting on one or two things right now. Um, you know the behind the scenes stuff that that we all love so much. So we're just kind of going through some of that stuff, and then uh, the first record will be out, and then everything's just gonna kind of top of the year. I got another single coming out, um, and like I got TK and Cash on the album. I got um, Tory La- Tory Lanes on the album, um, and I got. Uh, Zoe Dollars on the album, and then the rest of the records are me and um, some really good producers, DJ Marley Waters, who just uh, did Cranium and Toy Lane's new single, Young Thug and Wyclef's new single. Uh, I got Bam and Rich Breed on it, and uh, a couple other really good producers, Cal Miller, so Sheldon Moore. So I'm excited about it. It's a, it's a real musical project, and it's you know, a lot of emotion, and I got to say what I wanted to say on this on this record. So, you know, for me, it's just it's a blessing to just be able to do what I want at the same time. And any news that breaks, any uh, new promotions as far as the uh, release of singles and projects and stuff like that is all going to your website, and, of course, you're going to blast it on social media too, right? Yeah, 100%. Let me, let me, ask, you, let me ask you this question. Um Overall, when it comes to the the, the business, and, and, and you already said, man, you barely sleep, you're, you're able to just kind of continue to push the line and stuff like that, but also uh, the marketing, your brand, and make sure that you touch folks out, not just in the States, but, you know, in Canada and, and overseas for that matter, like, you know, the radio promotion and, and the marketing of all things that are you is super important nowadays, so... How do you feel about the business of radio, not just, you know what I'm saying, local radio spots in, in your town, but also online radio too? I mean, I honestly, I'm willing to do anything that makes sense. Like, I'm always one that's pushing to do, you know, the moment contracts are signed, I'm already doing drops um, for the promoters. So it's like I really – I book too. So, like, my company, we book a lot of the tours that come to Canada. Um, my manager, one of my managers is a very big booking agent. So on that, on that side of things, I get to see all the really good things artists do. And then I get to see Mm -hmm. the really idiotic, idiotic things that people do too. So it's like, I get to really try to do the right thing. So when it comes to, you know, I haven't ever had a big machine or a big budget behind my stuff, you know, whether some people believe that or not, I've never had that. It's always just been us. So, um, I really will do anything and everything. Like as long as it, I can make sense of it. It's not about what mm-hmm. other people think of it. It's, if I can make sense of it, then I'm all about it. I'm doing it. So you know, same way that you might not have heard of me before before they um, sent me or sent you my stuff a couple of weeks ago, I'm I might not have heard of other people I'm doing interviews with, but I'm still no doubt, doing it no because doubt. it's it's no still doubt. a per, it's still a person, right? So. You know, it, it, it's the same thing, and it's and it's like a it's an amazing build because it's like we don't have no blueprint. I don't have somebody I could be like, yeah, that they did it. I'm gonna do it exactly like them because we're still yeah. building the infrastructure over here. Like we're still getting up. So you know, it it no, doesn't I, 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 
and, and you know what, Peter, I, I like that. I like that. I like that answer to that too, though. Um, but also, I feel like this. You know, and I and I feel like a lot of people out there, especially listening to you for the first time, there's a lot of people out there doing it, and they're googling or they're going to the website, and I think that's that's important. It's just like you know how you know. To me, I always feel like this, especially because you know when I you know interview folks for almost ten years now, and you know the past has been blessed for sure, right? But there's a lot of interviews that I just be like, wow, like nothing, like everything is a little dry. It's just like you know what I'm saying, like. You know how it is, right? But then you get people like yourself and others that's just like, man, you could tell they give a damn. Like, you know, at the end of the day, they really are trying to reach people because they really care. They care because they want to be able to put their product out, but then it's deeper than that. They want everybody to be inspired by it and feel that passion too. So question I got for you when it comes to this, there's a lot of kids out there. There's a lot of young people out there that's trying to literally walk in your shoes. And when I say that, you know, you got a nice resume, right? So how yeah. do how do they get to that point where they can just continue to do that? Because there's a lot of doors closing, even though you could be able to, you know, level up and start your own business. But the grind of it, though, is where your team is not strong, you're probably not going to be that strong either. So, you know, young people out there and people that's trying to make it, like, you know, how do they get to that point where you are right now? I mean – it's a business, and I think that's a thing that gets lost because a lot of people, it's a hobby or it starts as a hobby, right? It's just something you enjoy. So, mm-hmm. um, like anything, you have to treat it as such. It's It's got to be a business. And, you know, I'm not telling you to jump at every opportunity or throw money at everything that everyone says because I see some of the biggest cornball scam stuff I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> I've, lost, I've, lost, I've lost bread doing some of the dumbest things ever because – it sounded good the first time I heard it or whatever, but I mean, yep. it, that's, a, that's a live and learn thing that happens, but I'm saying like, it's a business. So treat it as such. Like I'm not going to the studio and doing no records for free, but that's not saying I'm hitting you over the head. I'm just saying like, I literally don't have time to do that. Like I got a million other things I'd rather do than that. So, you know, it, it's just gotta be a business. It's, you know, I can't go out on the road for 16 days and leave, two kids under two years old at home and a beautiful wife and tell them, Hey, I'm going out to pretend to rap for um, 16 days. See if you can feed the kids and, you know, put gas in all the cars and pay mortgage. And like, it's real. Like, mm-hmm. This is really real. Like life is real. So if you want it to be that, then you have to do that. Like you have to figure it out. Like you gotta do business. You have to, you know, make people want to be a part of your brand and, you know, I know dope ball players that never got past high school because something stupid happened or Straight you know, up. amazing hockey players that never played where they were supposed to because of something crazy they did, like, because they weren't serious. Like it don't matter how good you are at something. If you're not taking it to that place, like you have to do that and you're going to make a thousand mistakes, but you still got to do it. Like, Amen to that, because I, I look at it like this. Like, I think people like yourself and others, like, you know, if somebody hits you up and be like, hey, can you give me a free 16 or, you know, can you, can you you know, hook me up with this, that, and the other, like, I mean, what does that tell you? That just tells you that they're not willing to invest money in themselves to invest it in you to make their product or their brand a little bit more expansive because, 
you know, they just want it for free. They just feel like, okay, well, you know what, I can get the hook up and it'll be all good. But then that just tells you a lot about that work, though, at the at the same time, right? I'm just yeah, a thousand, a thousand percent. And I'm not saying, you know, hit people over the head if people aren't looking for you, but, you know, you can't, you still got to st- set a standard. You know, even if it's a hundred bucks, one hundred and fifty, two fifty, whatever, start somewhere and set a precedence. Because if you don't do that, then people, you know, that's like anything. If you don't stand up, then ain't nobody ever gonna look you eye to eye. Like it's just never gonna happen. So I think it's, you know, uh, I think it's a matter of uh, people just literally stepping in and be like, you know what? Let me find out what I can invest in myself, like, and let me find other surrounded people that is really pro the movement that really gives a damn about evolution of who you are as an artist and then go from there. Right. Thousand percent. Cause I think it's, uh, I think it's important for the young people out there to know that like, you know, at the end of the day, don't expect nothing for free. You gotta go, you gotta go get it. And then not only that, like my man, Peter said, like, you gotta go out there and you gotta go and find out what, what worth do you have? If you feel like, you know what, I'm worth as much as I possibly can, but you know, maybe I got to work another job just so I can be able to pay for these beats or pay for a verse or something like that. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get it. Yeah, 100%. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Peter, Peter Jackson is my guest, Brand After Dark, brought to you by NextLegacy.com. You can also go to PeterJacksonMusic.ca, all things Peter Jackson 905. Make sure you go ahead and hit up the, the Twitter, hit up the uh, Peter Jackson TV on YouTube, Instagram. Is it still Peter J? On Instagram? Yeah. Peter Jackson. All right. There you go. Bookings, you got to, uh, man, you got you got so many things. If people go on uh, Facebook.com backslash Peter Jackson 905, you're going to be able to see all bookings, all things about this guy. And before we wrap this, so you can go ahead and take care of all things that is uh, you and the family life and the work and business like that as well. What's, uh, what's, What's one thing that your fan base knew and established that, that Peter Jackson does not really disclose of as far as, you know, what do you do extra outside of music and being a family guy? What kind of um, hobbies you got? What, what's, what, what's some of your passions outside of music? Bas- basketball, 100%. I'm a big, big, big Raptors fan. Um, so I, okay. I love, I love, I love the basketball. Um, I did, I actually did the Raptors, um, playoff anthem last year with them. Um, really? and that record was like, yeah, that record was like at the top of billboard for like six weeks, um, behind Drake right. and like, uh, right, right in, like right on top of Bieber and stuff. So it was, um, basketball. And then, I mean, I, I'm, I'm Canadian, man. I smoke. I smoke like crazy, like like it's a sport almost over here. So <laughs> I feel you. I got yeah. you. I got you. That's that's a that's, hey, a, that's hey. a normal thing. That's, that's a normal. That's that's just the norm right there. It's just like okay. That's just what it is. Like <laughs> I got yeah, you. I feel that. It's I like a, that. it's like a big cult. It's like a big culture thing out here now. So you know, I think yeah. Uh, I can't even really hey. pretend like it's not, but yeah, sports in my in, in my kids, man. I think I think the world of my daughter. So it's like I love being around her. She's she's almost two years old right now, and it's like the craziest, most fulfilling thing ever. Like I thought I only loved music and and like my girl, but like it's it's another level, man. Like I can't even explain it. I think she's like the greatest thing ever. Hey, from one uh, from one father with a daughter to another. My daughter's fourteen, so let me tell you embrace 
embrace embrace those moments, man, because they go by so fast. My daughter's 14 in high school, and sometimes I look back and be like, damn, where'd the time go, bro? So trust me, embrace those moments. I appreciate that. Oh, good. Hey, you got a you got a fan in me, and I know the listeners out there is listening and really appreciating it. I need y'all to do more than that. Not just hit me up and just say, "Hey, great interview." Make sure you go ahead and follow this man, support this man, put favorites on his website, peterjacksonmusic.ca, and uh, and 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 continue to build that legacy, man. Because I know. Your family's proud of you. I know this radio station guy right here in the Bay is proud of you, and I know your your um, your supporters out oh, there, you guys man. They're the, gonna continue you guys, to you guys are in the. You're situated in the Bay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh man! Hey, uh, hey! Shout out, Fre- Fresco Chuck. I mess with a guy named Fresco Chuck out there. Okay. Street, street okay. Yeah, he oh. works on. Um, he works with Incredible. He's a he's a big man in the Bay. He's a good dude. I I heard the name. I think I met the I, I think I met the guy a time or two. So hey man, it's probably gonna be a small war when we say connected, man. We probably know a few people in uh, different spots. So one thing Definitely. I will promise you is I will continue to push the line. You got a new track you want to break or you want to come in and, and and you know what I'm saying holler at the fans, maybe take calls and stuff like that on your next go around. Please come in and tear it down because you got a lot of listeners yeah. out here, not just. In, in the states, but where you're at, but also in Japan, there's so many different spots, man. So please, please come back and tear it down, bro. And I, I, I 100% support you, bro. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. It was a good interview. All right, man. Solid. Appreciate it, man. Stay on your grind. I'll be on social media, social media support you, man. And uh, holler, holler at the station if you need anything, man. Squad up, man. For real. Thank you, brother. All right, that is Peter Jackson. Not only is he a hip-hop guy, he is one of the dudes that I, I feel like everybody out there should definitely go support. So make sure y'all go ahead and hit up peterjacksonmusic.ca. Show some love, y'all. Next Legacy.